you know what I think I've determined in the last couple of weeks? Hmm. That Pinterest has become nothing but a bunch of Etsy ads and pure ads. Just like that's all it, all it ever has become anymore. Like everything in there is just like, oh, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. But it's just I'm so done with it. That's it's so weird. I do not agree with you really? at all. It, uh, I completely disagree. I uh, but maybe it's because of the things that I'm looking at being different. Mm. Like what my homepage on Pinterest is nothing but food, healthy food, exercises and um gardening tips mm-hmm. and like gardening just like garden layouts and ideas and like I very thoroughly enjoy Pinterest for inspiration on a lot of the stuff that I do on a day-to-day basis. It, you know, gives me food preservation stuff. It gives me, you know, how to handle herbs, what herbs I should and shouldn't grow. And like in a lot of the, um, the, the articles and like blogs that will be attached to it, Mm -hmm. they'll say at the top, like, you know, I have a few affiliate links, but for the most part, for the stuff that has to do with all of this, the stuff that I'm looking at, the affiliate links are here. Let me tell you about all the things that, you know, you should do. And Hey, if you're looking for this variety of peas, this is the website you can find that on. And like, that's it. Well, see, Like mine. Okay. Oops. Like mine is almost the same. Like it's gardening, it's health. It's, um, you know, gardening ideas, obviously hydroponics, aquaponics, things like that. But I literally, I go through it and then it's like, this from Lowe's, this from Home Depot, this from, you know, it's like this from this gardener who, oh, you want to see how I did this? Buy these plans. And That's because so I look funny. up greenhouses and it's like, oh, you want to build this greenhouse? Hi, you want to do this one? This one's eight grand. You know, if you want these plants. And so, I don't, so OK, I'm something weird with me. Maybe they're like, hey, you have money type situation <laughs> for me. And maybe you it's like, hey, eventually someday you might have money. But it's like you have money. Yeah, now, every but. once in a while I'll have a a Home Depot ad pop up because it's like, Hey, you want some gardening ideas, but it's never like telling me to buy stuff. It, most of their, most of the ads that I get are still mm-hmm. along the same lines of, Hey, this is cause like, you know, Home Depot has like their YouTube channel where they just show you how to do things. That's sure. what the ads look like for me. It's like, Hey, we're Home Depot and you can buy all these things here, but let me just show you how you build okay. a raised bed. But just so you can see on mine, look, I have Home Depot, Lowe's and, um, value basket all right there in just one shot corner and if you scroll up and down on mine it is just a ton of all of that stuff so So. funny here let me let me pull up (laughs) let me pull up mine so you can see see the difference real quick let's see i've got uh detox your body chart Mm -hmm. this is somebody that's just making some kind of food that's uh that one's promoted by tacos for life (laughs) um uh, this one is 21 gardening projects to get you through winter 20 books that made my life so much easier. Okay. Cleopatra's Milk Bath DIY. Make Your Man Feel Wanted, which is something that I don't understand why it keeps popping up on only Pinterest. It's not like I'm looking up things that are like, hey, how do I make my man happy? <laughs> that one keeps popping up. So that's funny to me. Um, y- zucchini blueberry baked oatmeal. Italian sub roll-ups. Picture memes. Yeah. Like, it's just no, literally. No, but you saw mine. I mean, yeah. literally. Like, you had ad three after on ad the same after page. ad after ad after ad. Mine, yeah. I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. Nope. There you go. There's an Amazon one. Scrolling, oh, no. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I don't There's even a Weight scroll. Watchers one. I have scrolling, Goddard <laughs> Store, uh, Hiki Shop, Bell of the Ball, Home Depot, <laughs> Lowe's, Home Depot, Lowe's. Wow, they're like both competing on me here. Hellcase Shop, Amazon, like that's all so on the funny. same. Uh, Airwick, there, and and that's you know that's one scroll. 
That's Literally. so funny. Yeah, no, mine's a lot more mm. spread out. Oh, so. Yeah, I sh- I sh- something. <laughs> 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 but anyways, thanks for joining us on this Friday afternoon dive of the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I am Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So Friday is our free-for-all day. And uh, yeah, we're we're talking about what, what our plans are for the weekend. And I've kind of agreed that going to focus really heavily on um, doing just more marketing because I like doing the marketing and it's definitely had a response. We've seen a little bit of growth on our channel. And so um, we want to keep going and keep encouraging that. We don't want you guys to think that we're just focused on growing. We want to also get better content and that's what we're trying to do. We, we have said many times where we have something, Oh, we'll put it up on our page and we didn't. So we wanted to <laughs> fix that problem and just kind of get a good schedule down so that those things were up there. So like, you know, the whip, the keto whipped cream is up there. Uh, the bees article that we were talking about, we're referring uh, last week. Um, was it last week or the beginning of this? The beginning of this week. I'm sorry. The beginning of this week. That's up. Uh, so definitely you can find that and share that. And we're just trying to make sure that we keep everything, you know, going. And that's that's part of what it is, is just being able to build it. And, not, and I don't want to – well, we don't want to just build something and be like, okay, come watch us because we're good. We, we want to build a community. And it's really what we want. We want people to, hey, you know, if you have questions on how to make cheese or – you know, how to do this or that, that we can be the ones to help you out with that or even helping with the answers. Like I've been looking heavily and everybody knows, you know, I've been looking at aquaponics and I've been looking at hydroponics and mm-hmm. I'm honestly beginning to think that for Texas, not a good idea. Um, because of the humidity? The, no, the amount of water, the evaporation because of the flowing water versus the surface area of what it's actually creating means that we would probably end up utilizing three times as much water just to be able to grow the plants. And that doesn't do anything to the nutrient level. So I'm looking at things like that because we get hot. We oh, get yeah. hot in summer. And so if we get hot in summer and water's evaporating, okay. And then even like when we've tried the small planters when it gets hot, man, in one day, you can't do anything about it. You can't outwater heat. You know, it's like you make a mush, you make a, you make a marsh that you're trying to grow plants <laughs> in and we know that doesn't work. So that's why our planters have to be a certain size, right? Just mm-hmm. so the amount of dirt and density in there. And so I was looking at aquaponics and hydroponics and I'm going, might not be Maybe as... Maybe just going to have some plants in the kitchen and it's yeah. just going to oh, yeah. deal with the dirt I'm still of it. thinking about, And I'm still thinking about moving stuff into the basement, like for the mushrooms and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, yeah, we just got to figure out something that's going to be there, more temperature controlled, maybe... Consider growing like because not all herbs need direct light and things like that. So maybe having some I mean, like, you know, a lot of light, I should say. Um, So maybe looking at like having instead of like I know we have the succulent plants that we have like in the bathroom and uh, in the guest bathroom downstairs. But maybe having like just a little round out in the guest room right there with like just a bunch of different little herbs or something like that and things. I'm just I'm looking for ways to diversify in what we do and, and how we do things because, you know. It's it's going to be the key to success for what we're doing is to have a lot of biodiversity in what we're doing and things that, you know, we have to think like, what if one crop fails? And it's like, you know, I don't know. Have you decided whether or not we're growing cabbage or Napa cabbage or anything yet this year? Or I have you thought about that. Yeah, I fully planned on because uh, one of the things that I did before that um, kind of messed me up is that mm-hmm. one, I wasn't starting early enough. Like right now it's, you know, still very beginning of the year and I'm, you know, planting things and getting ready to have things, you know, put out as mm-hmm. soon as that frost date passes and I'm, I'm going to be ready to have things out there, but that's still three months that 
I'm waiting on, you know, having things out there. Sure. And a lot of the times, you know, I was planting like for my quote unquote early spring slash, you know, late winter garden that I had last year, I only planted one bed worth yeah. of stuff. And I never stopped to think like, hey, maybe I should plant like four beds worth of stuff and then just pull out the things when it's time to plant the spring stuff. And so yeah. that's what I'm <laughs> going to do this year. Um, obviously not having the truck is making that significantly harder uh, because I cannot, hopefully, I have to, yeah, I have to be able to top off the beds and mm-hmm. I have to do that like ASAP. The first bed is still pretty full, so I'm not going to worry about it so much. Um, what I'm thinking is the first bed, no matter what is only going to be, uh, the salad crops and everything until spring comes around. And then that's where I'll put certain things that like need to get planted as soon as it is spring, mm-hmm. um, and get directly sown. And so that's kind of what I'm looking at for that bed. But otherwise, I I I think that yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take from the other beds to fill up the second and third bed, and then just fill those ones again after we get Lucifer okay. back, so that I can, you know, have have stuff that I can plant because without planting things right now, and like I I stopped like a good halfway down the second cinder block last year when I was filling my beds, and yeah. I need to not do that this year. I need to fill them to the top because. Um, when I don't, when, cause I was so tired of carrying soil around and now I'm going to have the little gremlins helping me this year. <laughs> and yep. I, yeah, they thought it was going to be easier. Cause I said, no, we're not assigning you to any one thing this year. And they were like, oh, good. It's like, so that means you're going to be so helping with they, a little bit of everything. We're not giving you anything to do. It's like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, you guys are going to definitely get your hands in the soil. Like mm-hmm. I, if they hear this, <laughs> the biggest thing that, that bothers me is that I know that I missed out on, you know, the the younger years of their life mm-hmm. and you know they're never gonna have that same appreciation for things that the younger kids do you know yeah. we raise younger kids to want to be outside and do all these things outside and then want to be outside and do all these things outside but they didn't have that you know when uh amy was doing her gardening stuff they were interested but they didn't really do anything like mm-hmm. there was no true interest and uh like tabby tabby's fully interested in the sunflowers sunflowers and green onions tabby's like you know those are nice simple easy i liked that so i'm like okay you're gonna be helping out with the flowers then that's what i see flowers and like the strawberries and green onions are super Mm -hmm. simple easy like i'm gonna have for harvesting the green onions on a regular basis and forcing them down our throats (laughs) when because they overgrow and then i can't if they overgrow they're more likely to die Mm -hmm. and so they need to be being you know cut down at a regular basis like you know grass like that's literally what you have to treat them as and i we just bought a bunch more and we found a bunch more when we cleaned out the the fridge a bunch of the bottoms that just got put in the fridge for some reason so i have a bunch more that i can plant out there okay so that's nice (laughs) but but yeah no i i want i want them out there and i want them helping i want to be able to teach them things and have them you know because like even just i i took some of the soil from one of my beds Mm -hmm. and this is how i know and this is what makes me like super excited i took some of the soil from one of my beds to add to a planter that i was going to bring into the kitchen because all I know that that soil is nice and super healthy, mm-hmm. right? Brought it inside and went to go dig holes in it inside of the planter, and there are little worms in it, which means wow, that so I have up through the lime. yeah, that means that I have extremely healthy beds, and I am so excited nice. because that was just you know what two of my shovel scoopfuls, mm-hmm. and there were like four of them just sitting on the top, and they're you know bar- not even an inch long, so those are babies, <sighs> which awesome. means that that's like 
this is exciting. That means my beds are super, super healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I am so excited to get these planted and in I these gotta beds. And I got to split the worms anyway. So and you got to yeah. take, you actually probably need to buy some more soil and I'll just switch you out and let you have that because that verma, that is literally got worm castings and everything all in it. Yeah. So um, the worms, no, you know, I have to buy point. a lot more soil anyways, because yeah. I have to, like I said, top off all my beds because you know, the, the mm-hmm. whole point was that I would have to top them off yeah. every year. It's just more drastic this year because I stopped. Yeah, we need to be able to get out there to the the. Uh, oh, I can never remember the name of the place. Yeah, they have the the soil and mm-hmm. they have the wood chips and all that. Yep. So, yeah, no. And the problem was, I mean, we're still early this year. Last year when we did mm-hmm. get it, it was like closer to February, end of February, and they were like, "Man, you're early." And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, we're getting started now. I don't know what you think early is, but this is definitely not early. Yeah, and we <laughs> composted our, break, our things. stuff, and that stuff was all supposed to be ready soil, but we found out it was really composting because it was getting way the overheat, and if we'd have yeah. planted anything in it immediately, we'd have just burned out our roots and killed our plants. So Yeah, because we got their – we didn't get just their garden soil. We got mm-hmm. their compost, and their compost was not good. It was no, it no, was not we'll compost. Just, yeah, we'll it was we'll just, just straight-up manure. We'll just, we'll just get – yeah, we learned quickly. What, what was it we're going to get? They, they call it uh, – it's they, like they a, a tri garden blend or something yeah, like that. It has, like that. yeah, told, and they, it's a good garden. Which the guy blend. told us to get, and yeah. once he told us that, we got that. It was like okay, but we left that compost out there because it was uh-huh. not ready. That was yeah, that was definitely a, a year from being good to go. So so yeah, no, this year we'll definitely. That's probably the only thing that I'll have to skimp out on and get bags of mm-hmm. because there's just no places out here right now that have good aged compost. So yeah. until we start our compost pile, which I, is another goal I have this year, we need to uh, get some pallets because uh, I took the ones that we had and created a little three wall. But I want to mm-hmm. have like three levels of compost going at all times. No, I, I got you. And I, I understand. And you, you may we'll look at different options as far as the way the way to build that, because it might not be that you want pallets because pallets do have a, a getting into issue where you got to look at. But maybe even like just if we took the pallets and cut them in half so that they were half the height and you had twice the length and twice the width, but half the height type situation yeah. might be an easier way to go. But either way you look at it. And then I was reading this thing. People are talking about, oh, I get really upset because I get birds and animals in my compost piles. Like that's what they're supposed to do. Hush. Yeah. They're going in there and contributing. They're helping break the stuff up. They're helping do everything there. But but the fact that you got worms going into your raised garden bed almost two feet up off the ground. Yeah. That tells you. Just how good that soil is. So I definitely did a good job last mm-hmm. year, and we definitely get a, did a good job looking for places to get it because it was a, it was literally a combination of their little blend and then mushroom compost mm-hmm. and mushroom dirt, and those did well. Yeah. And then we also made sure that we added. Um, uh, I put hay at the very bottom of them, mm-hmm. and that definitely helped. Added a whole layer of leaves and a whole layer of mulch yeah. before the soil. And so it's literally like it is a beautiful blend. And mm-hmm. the only thing that I'm missing now is uh, vermiculite, which is what everybody all the time is vouching that it's such an amazing thing. And every time I see it and I see the results that people have when they use it, I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm willing to try it mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I'm mixed on it. I'm, I'm so mixed on vermiculite. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I, but yeah, I mean. Some people swear by it. I would say do one, do one and do, you know, if you could like do a clone and do a control so that people could see it and do a control have, and a test. I don't have the amount of space yet. necessary for that we'll yet. See. But so, well, how many, how many rows are we going up on the bricks? Just two, right? Are we yeah. Doing, okay. So we'll see. How many bricks did we say it was per, do you remember? Um, well, I have my, my notebook right here. Oh so yeah, I you do. Oh yeah. This, this thing is awesome. This is, this my... is like, you got to put this in a safe. <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> 
So, okay. So it's 48 cinder blocks for every bed. Um, and that's okay. including the, the little um, lower step one that I have in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, without that, then it's 44. All right. Well, we can just say 48. So let's take a look here. I'm just curious. You know, it well, it changes every year. So we always got to do the math to see how much it costs just for that alone. So because the cinder blocks, honestly, are the most expensive part of the garden. Yeah. Um, but and if I am adding beds, I wouldn't be adding those size in with those ones because i don't have any more space that i can expand to the left or the right because to the right, right. is where i have it w- all of it would the have to be somewhere else in the yeah, backyard that i just i wouldn't been. do them that length or that size or anything i would definitely change the layout in mm-hmm. a different area because i would want to accommodate the area that i'm putting them in okay well apparently the lowe's app doesn't want to open so i can't even look at numbers so <laughs> okay fine i'll be fiscal and responsible but whatever but i can't even look at it right now because i don't have a truck so it's driving me crazy, and I'm going to have to figure all this stuff out. I swear. I, I I don't know how, you know, you get something, and then you don't know how you lived without it. And I literally, that's what I feel about with a pickup, you know. Once you get a pickup and you actually utilize a pickup, not having a pickup sucks. <laughs> like, man, because, I mean, I we had a time where we didn't have a pickup. That entire garden that we had at, in the house in Sacramento, all those beams and everything that was in there and everything that was built, mm-hmm. I did that with a Buick. Wow. So, I mean, I did that without a pickup at all. So, yeah, just, just kind of interesting to think about. And now it's like, okay, I got to try that again. <laughs> so. Yeah. And this. Uh, we're not I doing it in the, in, the, in the Prius, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. So, um, so I, I said, I had said before that one of my biggest issues last year was that I'd started things later than are, I did the year before. They are way up in price. They are three dollars and eight cents this year. Last year we got them for two twenty six. Okay. Wow. Okay. Sorry. So, la- I was talking about how last year I had started my garden super late, and then I I didn't know where this notebook was, um, because like I had mentioned before, my mm-hmm. uh indoor gardening setup for my seed starting and all that had moved from being inside in the front room that gets beautiful amounts of sun to out in the bungalow where there's no windows and it's you know outside mm-hmm. so um in that it had gotten pushed underneath stuff and then i found it when i started reorganizing my garden stuff which i'm still doing because i'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm just excited to get planting and when i go out there it's like i, I don't want to organize i want to plant things and i plant something and then i don't want to organize after so but i found um where because i i always take note of what i plant mm-hmm. um whether or not i stay on top of that <laughs> is where that changes so I have my notes from last year, from the beginning, and um, what I do, um, and you could tell me that it's, in, you know, inconvenient or, you know, tedious or, you know, not the best use of my time, but I don't care. It's just the way that I do it. Um, I start off wherever, like whenever I am looking at finally planting things, um, looking at uh, three different outlets. Um, normally, I start off with looking at the almanac, which... I hate to say it, I don't really like the almanac. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, it, it is good for a basics. <sighs> it is good for looking at things for general planting dates. Um, but the moon dates is bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if any of you out there like to follow it. And if you do, by all means, go ahead. I just don't agree with it. I think that it does not, it, it just, it's dumb. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think that very many people planted by the moon because they were like, ah, yeah, I'm planting by the moon. I think that's just how they kept track of time. And that's why they would plant things by the moon. And that's why it's so similar in <sighs> date anyways. Yeah, can I, can I say something real quick? So we were over at Ace 
mm-hmm. and we were getting the stuff to do the grout in the finals on the the backsplash mm-hmm. and the 2023 farmer's almanac was there mm-hmm. and Nikki wanted to get it for you and I looked at it and I go no I, I don't I don't want to get it. I think she's past that. <laughs> I said, I look at, I look at it as a horoscope for farmers, you yeah, know? That's and exactly it was like, it and, and, and it was like, so I just don't want to get it. And she's like, well, well, she, wa- well, she wants it then. And I'm like, but I don't think so. And literally, and now you just said that. So Nikki won't. Yeah. I got the, the one for 2021. I got the one for 2021. And cause I want to know the hype. Cause it's always everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. Gardening stuff pops up and there oh, it is. It's big yeah. old. Amy likes know. it too. Amy, yeah. Amy likes, Amy likes the book and I, it's fine. Amy, like, you know, Amy likes to read things like that and, and sh- it's all good. So, you know, so happy. So for I had the one for 2021 and I read through it because I wanted to know what the hype was all about mm-hmm. because, you know, Amy said that I should get it and, you know, it's always everywhere that you're looking at gardening stuff. It's, you know, it's always got its own end cap and its own stand. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me get the one for 2021 because Amy had the one for 2019. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, OK, well, I got to be up to date if I am going to look at it. And I opened that thing and I was like, what? what is this <laughs> and that really was what it came down to i was mm-hmm. like this isn't about i may as well be reading a magazine right now then right. i would rather read a magazine about gardening than this because i feel like even a magazine would have more useful information to me than the almanac and even now like i'm sure that 20 years ago the farmer's almanac was probably an amazing thing mm-hmm. before it got overrun with ads and people trying to sell you things and everything like before everything there was is an now. internet and a youtube yeah. and all of that the farmer's almanac was awesome because it was a point of reference and that was what you needed back then but mm-hmm. now you can literally say hey it's january 13th it's friday the 13th what should i be planting and you can Google that, YouTube that, Pinterest that, Instagram, whatever, and you'll get the answers that you're looking for. So, you know, yeah, if the Farmer's Almanac went digital, then. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I do. I look at their online, um, their website to look at their planting dates, and I only look at their uh, normal planting by date and not their planting by moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyways, <laughs> a little a little side tangent there. Um so I, I do look at them um, at their at their planting dates and that's it. And then I look at um, and I've talked about it before. So true seeds, uh, their gardening calendar mm-hmm. and look at what they tell me to plant. And then I always find a random third choice for just zone AP. Um, and sometimes I'll choose one. Sometimes I'll choose a couple. But that's always like just in general, random third choice. And um, in that I will take notes on uh things that i can plant at that moment um and then i'll write according to blank according to blank and according to blank um this last year i decided i wasn't going to use a random third thing and i decided to use the back of the seed packets because you know they're going to tell you the most about that seed that you're holding in your hand right then and Mm -hmm. there um so i did you know things that i can plant right now according to the almanac things that i can plant right now according to the packets and things that i can plant um indoors so at this time, it was already March. So I was already two months ahead of where I am right now, and I hadn't planted anything. And mm-hmm. right now, I've already got stuff planted. <laughs> so um, at that time, it was like I, I could plant carrots, dill, peas, radishes, and spinach, according to the almanac, outside. Um, according to the seed packets, and this is what really made me start to go, hmm, on the almanac. According to the seed packets, at that time, I could plant peas, cauliflower, spinach, kale, Swiss chard, arugula, greens mixture, salad bowl, lettuce, cabbage, all lettuce blend, broccoli, radishes, carrots, beets, and parsnips outside by that time. 
Wow. But the almanac told me all of six of those things. So See, and that's and that's exactly it. So we get, yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, that was what really made me go, hmm, maybe <laughs> I should not be following the almanac. And uh, so at that time, all those things were things that I hadn't started. Yeah, I hadn't started anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when I finally did plant things, um, I finally started. Uh, I I did a, a new list and uh, created a March planting list and made a according to the almanac indoors and according to the almanac outdoors according to the seed packets indoors and according to the seed packets outdoors so again insane difference Mm -hmm. um but by the time that i started getting planting on things it was closer to it was closer to mid to late march um the very first things that i planted were on march 19th and that is late (laughs) and that was when i was starting things that should have been started in january or february like eggplant and uh squashes like spaghetti squash Mm -hmm. and things like that um basil takes forever to grow and it's an amazing thing and once you have it it's awesome but man getting it to that point it takes like three months before Mm -hmm. it's finally at a point where it's growing multiple sets of true leaves um the same thing with the chards and the hot peppers which i really skimped up on the hot peppers and uh I, the literally I, I planted the Tabasco peppers and those did not do well, but I planted those cayenne peppers and mm-hmm. they did amazing. And those cayenne Dude. peppers grew. We just ran out of bottles. We can, yeah. you know, the, the, we were Which in you're a definitely going to want more because yeah. I started a lot more. Oh yeah. No, and I'm going to, re- I'm going to get there. But, but real quick on basil, I, I want to point something out because it was one of the foods that like eat as much of it as you can get your hands on. Uh huh. Um, yeah, because basil, basil has a, what's called eugenol in it. Okay. Um, and has been shown to drastically lower blood pressure. So, um, and the, the essential oils in basil Mm -hmm. actually lowers and helps with your cholesterol and your triglycerides and has been directly shown that it can help with blood clots, blood issues and things like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, so yeah, so basil, basil, (laughs) this like, I'm going to find a basil salad. I'm going to like, and basil is one of the few foods that I, that still tastes like it tasted before, I got parosmia and insomnia. So, so yeah, definitely need to uh, consider going to town on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I, I planted, I planted all of those things pretty late. Um, mm-hmm. And then I planted again two days later, um, uh, still indoors. I started cauliflower, cauliflower in March. Mm-hmm. And that is insane because cauliflower and broccoli, they do not grow well. As soon as we get that heat, they, they don't, they yeah, don't like so it. You plant them they like bolt. Now. They literally just go straight to flowering. Um, so yep. and then I planted the kales, the broccolis, um, and just more lettuce. And I tried to plant bok choy. That did not work out very well. Um, and you know, it just things after that point got really, really muffled, and mm-hmm. I, I was really struggling, and I got overwhelmed really quickly because I had started everything so late that it felt like hand in hand i didn't have enough space for anything but i also didn't have enough stuff to plant yeah. out there so it and, got and to that end so everybody understands when we've talked about this and we'll talk about it a couple of times so people don't feel uh, blindsided by it but we did talk about the fact that if the gardening starts getting you know overwhelming that we may knock down to just a single episode a day um on the stupid podcast of everything just for the season as we're getting close to that but we'll have more on the social media side and it may mm-hmm. just be more of me solo or with somebody else or you know you solo when you have the have the brain and the time but for the most part 
the the goal is look we love this podcast we love you guys and we love having you guys and mm-hmm. we're appreciative of you um but i don't want kiki to burn out either so uh, yeah you i know. really 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 want to get this garden mm-hmm. all the way through to the summer heat this yeah. time and in order for me to do that i have to start it now which is why you know some people are going to call me crazy for starting things so early oh yeah but no, the, the the homesteaders group that we're a part of they're already like i just want to start planning no you gotta wait and it's like you gotta start planning. And i'm like no you don't no you don't what's here because here's here it is let's let's say what's worst case scenario they're right you're wrong things die you have to replant them okay What's best case scenario? I'm right, and they're and wrong, and I have a bunch of stuff before they even have their stuff started. There you go, and you can even have a crap ton of starters that you're selling to people at that point because yeah. it's like, and hey guys, <laughs> yeah, I want to have enough planted, which is where I know that the commitment has really got to be there mm-hmm. on your part because you're the one funding most of my, you know, yep. hobby <laughs> at this point because it's not like I'm doing this for money. It's not like I'm doing this for you know enough that I'm completely replacing our grocery bill. This mm-hmm. is I'm trying to get it down. And understand it so that i can eventually replace half our grocery bill and we can be you know extremely healthy um but you know the seed starting soil mix we we don't have any we don't have any stores out here that are just purely you know 100 percent gardening Mm -hmm. so i can't buy in bulk the things that i put into the seed starting soil and make it great i i have to buy seed starting soil and i I know that i don't have to buy it but for the size of the trays the size of the holes in the trays i can't just use regular soil because there's too much bark and i it literally takes up too much space and it makes it so that my seeds literally can't grow and i learned that lesson again last year seed starting soil does not hold as much moisture but it stays moist so if i overwater it it'll completely drain that water out without drying out and so it's just there are advantages to seed starting soil mm-hmm. and as much as i like hate like i have to buy these bags of seed starting soil i i just it, when it comes to the commitment of what i have to do if i want to do if i really want to do what i'm trying to do i i gotta make that that move and i don't have enough trays <laughs> i thought mm-hmm. i did um but i am glad that i did find a really cool you know cheap easy way to do a lot of the stuff some of these things like the flats i'm really going to try to focus on things that i want to have a lot of starts for like i do want to have more flowers this year that i grow instead of buying the marigolds and everything from starts at uh lowe's or Mm -hmm. whatever i want to try to plant them this year and have marigolds that i plant in my garden that i grew and the same thing with like poppies and you know i want to get daffodils planted and i have the bulbs for daffodils tulips and things like that and i just have to have a place for them but um no i i i need like, those are all going to go in flats, the flowers mm-hmm. and things like that's easy. But like tomatoes that have to be inside for, you know, three, four months before they actually go outside. Right. Those have to be in big trays. But I found out that, you know, solo cups work as amazing planters mm-hmm. and as and they're reusable as long as you don't leave them outside to get, you know, completely weather torn and everything um they won't get crackled and gross um if you keep them inside and take care of them you drill some holes in the bottom for drainage and then Mm -hmm. you get any of those you know uh trays anywhere and you can fit a good number of them and you can carry them around everywhere and it works out perfectly and that's exactly what i did last year and my goodness i had so many tomato plants that i had too many (laughs) and uh it was pretty great like that's a problem that i'd love to have Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so 
you know, that's my plan is to go back to that. And, you know, like I said, solar cups are a lot cheaper of an option than going out and buying, you know, the peat cups that, you know, are, you know, biodegradable or the, you know, trays that are, you know, plastic and they say they're reusable, but they're so thin that they snap after, you know, one use. You go to take the plant out and it's like, well, great. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. One little root gets through them and it just snaps the whole thing. So, yeah. So solo cups work great for anybody out there that needs a nice, cheap, easy way to seed start and they don't have the means to buy all of those trays and you know Mm -hmm. flats and everything you can grow some pretty nice things (laughs) in solo cups the only disadvantage is that you need obviously more soil to fill them than you would a 72 cell you know tray because those cells are extremely small Mm -hmm. but you know in doing things in solo cups like my tomatoes and stuff i can grow those things for months and they don't have to be you know upsized yeah because they're just they're fine and it's a lot easier to take you know a tray because i've seen a lot of people do this so they'll take um one of those flats one of those trays that doesn't have any cells or anything in it they'll pour soil into it and then put a bunch of seeds on it put um paper towels over those seeds and then cling wrap the top after they water it Mm mm-hmm and then they just let it for like two days. And then they go back to the seeds that are starting to germinate. And they take those germinated seeds and put them in the pots so that they never over plant. And I think that is extremely smart. And I'm okay. going to definitely look at doing that um, because I have the means to do that because I have so many trays. So that's that's what I'm looking at this year okay. so that I have the ability to not have, you know, four or five seeds germinate in one cup because mm-hmm. you're supposed to plant two to four seeds in a cup and then have to, you know, pull them. And you can't pull them and transplant them into another cup because they're so delicate. So Oh yeah, we know all about that. So yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's the plan. But so so for this year, so far, um, I I took some notes um on the third. Um so <sighs> I took note of what did well the first year. Mm-hmm. And for me the first year, what did absolutely amazing was the uh, it was Simpson lettuce and iceberg lettuce. Mm. I had those lettuces going and they were absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we enjoyed a lot of salads mm-hmm. from those lettuces. Um, but that was it. The rest of my thing. And the green onions. The green onions are great. Say, They're the still going strong. Are, green onions <laughs> those are Those are still the same man. green onions from yeah. the first year. Green onions are bulletproof. That's oh, yeah. all I got to say. It's like, holy crud. If like, you want a nice, easy No wonder they're two thing. for 50 cents on the bunches. Because yeah. I mean, they just, they're like, Psh, what? Oh, you didn't water us for three weeks? We're fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, had, you know that fog crying. that we had, you know, the, we took the water out of the air for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> this is what it feels like. So, so yeah, no, green onions are fine. Um, from the second year, my best crops were the cherry tomatoes and the spinach because I had cherry tomatoes for days. Mm-hmm. And then the spinach did amazing. And, you know, oh, we, yeah. we've already no. talked about it. And yeah, still need the picture. <laughs> well, if you go on my gardening account, Kiki's Gardening mm-hmm. Adventure, you'll find it. Um, and so I took note of that and made sure that I have the same varieties this year Mm -hmm. so that I can try to do those again. Um, And then I started planning out, you know, sketching out my, my garden beds and just a rough sketch, not to scale or anything and starting to figure out what I wanted to do for my early, early spring, late winter garden. Right. And um, so in that, in just my little rough sketch, I had peas, broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, garlic, lettuce, kale, spinach, beets, and Swiss chard. Those okay. are all the things that, like, are starts. Um, it's not super hard to figure out the spacing of any of that because, for the most part, all of those things are good companion plants. Um, none of those things really hate each other. So it's it's a lot easier for 
uh, late winter and early gardens to have companion plants. It's when you get into the spring and summer crops that a lot of them don't like each other. Because yeah. like potatoes and tomatoes, as much as it's great that they rhyme, they absolutely hate each other because they take the same nutrients from the ground. Mm-hmm. And so they will literally cause each other to wilt and they just will stunt their growth and they won't grow. So it's weird how that happens. And you think, you know, some of the things that come up on those lists you would think are, you know, like that you wouldn't even think that they wouldn't get along but yeah. like they hate each other <laughs> and so um so yeah no the, the this this time of year it's not super hard to plant things but like though just that all of that only takes up the first two beds completely and then a small section of my third bed so and i still i think uh thus far um i've planted quite a bit <laughs> um on january 3rd after i took those notes and figured it out um, I went and planted some things inside. Um, I planted 18 cells of celery because I was very mad at myself last year for not getting celery like at all. Mm-hmm. The first year I did grow celery. It just, we, you weren't home to enjoy it and nobody else really wanted to enjoy it. It was like, Hey, you guys can have celery. And they were like, yeah. Yeah. See, I like celery. I like just, yeah. But that's so fine. now you're here and yep. I want to get celery down. Yay. Um, the, the same kale that I planted the mm-hmm. um, first year that did good. I made sure I got that. Um, so, uh, some lettuces, Brussels sprouts, um, and I planted the sorrel. I don't know if the sorrel seeds are still good. We're going to find out. Um, and of all of that, the both of the kales, uh, the thyme, Brussels sprouts, and uh, one of the lettuces have all sprouted so, so far. Okay. Um, outside on the 6th, I did plant um, some lettuce and some carrots. Because those, you know, lettuce is always easy. Like I said, it's the shortest thing. It's the easiest thing that's quickest to grow. Mm-hmm. So I already have some of that out there. And then carrots because, you know, carrots. <laughs> and um, so that was it, though. That's and all I got. Yeah, just real quick. Sorrel, you know, for anybody, if you haven't tried sorrel, sorrel's amazing. Like sorrel, you can't eat it up. Like you can't eat it fast enough. It will outgrow you. <laughs> you know, and if, if you plant like, what do we, we, I think we had three plants in Sacramento. And those three plants were packed. They were like, you plant four, but only three of them germinated. I'm pretty sure the dog killed one. Mm. Um, But those three kept our entire family just full (laughs) on sorrel every single time. And so, you know, sorrel is sorrel's pretty amazing stuff. It's, you know, it is uh, it's very durable. So, you know, so it's just something good. And and then it's also good um, shade for a lot of your little visitors and things like that. Like we had frogs and all kinds of things that were just in there that were like, (laughs) Hey, what's up? Like, that's my house. Get it. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm taking that. Okay. I'll move over here. One leaf, you know? <laughs> so yeah, but sorrel, it's, it's really good for you as well. So, so I got some of that started hopefully it'll sprout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, like I said, I don't know if those seeds were still good. Um, that's the, the gamble with half of my seed stock yeah. right now is that I've well, had. We'll find out in the next couple of days though. So it's not yeah. like we have to wait months to find out whether or not oh, it yeah, is. And no. if it's not, then yeah, we'll go to so true seeds and, uh, and get some of that as it is. I'm still looking at the mushrooms. I just got to get with my uh, tree guy and see what it's going to take for me to get some of the wood that I need for it. Because <laughs> I'm going to, you know, do some press logs. Anyway. Um, on January 7th, uh, I planted not not a whole lot. It was just a six-cell tray of uh, another different kind of spinach and then of the black beauty eggplant which mm-hmm. is the eggplants that you buy mm-hmm. um those are the big ones and i have not had success growing eggplants but a lot of people haven't had success growing mm-hmm. eggplants out here so i planted two different kinds i have these ones and then i have a long variety that's um used for um 
like pastas and things mm-hmm. where they you know it's longer so they use it in uh with like zucchini and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's the kind of that's the size that i wanted when i made you the um it was a casserole and i sliced up okay. um all of the the squashes and everything and put it all together mm-hmm. and it was really tasty and we all enjoyed it <laughs> um so hopefully i'll be able to have those ones grow but january 8th is where i really went to town on planting things um i was outside all day practically just planting indoors outdoors all the stuff mm-hmm so I got six square pots of beefsteak tomatoes planted, yeah. five square pots of purple bell peppers because I really want to try them. Um, and then I didn't have enough seeds of the purple bell peppers to fill six because that was the whole goal is that like each of the ones that were in the square pots, I planted six mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, mm, no, you don't have enough seeds for that. So then I planted one square pot of the brandy wine tomato to fill that last one. Um, six square pots of the black crim tomatoes, which is the ones that you really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and then um, 12 cells of serrano peppers, 12 cells of cayenne peppers, 12 cells of Tabasco peppers, 12 cells of pepperoncinis, 12 cells of jalapeno peppers, 12 cells of mixed bell peppers, and then squ- six square pots of long purple eggplants, six square pots of kohlrabi, which you said mm-hmm. is really good for you, mm-hmm. um, 12 cells of Anaheim peppers, 12 cells of red bell peppers, and uh, 12 cells of a new kind of pepper that I had not... Uh, seen anything about yet um it was we bought it when we went out for my birthday at okay. the the gardening one um and they're santaka peppers hmm. um they looked cool in the package so i'm excited yeah, to see what those ones look like that's what matters. Um, and then 12 cells of serrano peppers nice. so i'm excited that's a lot of stuff um peppers mm-hmm. and uh peppers and tomatoes take a long time to get to a mature size so those things are supposed to be started as early as possible, especially if you have the means to keep them alive when they start to get a little tall. And when it comes to peppers and tomatoes, you can cut off the tops of them and they will be perfectly fine. So if anybody is looking to start them and they don't have a lot of space, you can definitely still start them this early. You just It just means you have to top them off. Okay. And a lot of people don't agree with topping off pepper plants because of how long pepper plants take to grow. I didn't, and I still had way more than enough peppers this past year. So I don't really agree that it makes your plants grow more fruit, but, no, you know, whatever. <laughs> Either way. Everybody's thing is everybody's thing. So, so you know. And then the last thing was that uh, on the 9th, I went out and I planted uh, two trays of microgreens because uh, we haven't had microgreens in a while. And I'm sorry, but nobody out here sells microgreens the way that I grow them. Mm-hmm. And it is very frustrating. I do not like tasting the seed holes, nor do I like chewing on them. Or they just completely take you out of eating a salad because they're gross. And it takes you out of any kind of sandwich. It ta- like anything you put them on, if the seed holes are there, that texture just like it. And the flavor of the seed holes is not good. It rips you away from what you're eating. And it really just, it's gross to me. So when people sell, you know, they, you know, you just told me how they actually grow microgreens when they sell them in the store mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah the least amount of nutrients you can possibly have in them so no the way that i grow them is just it's growing them in soil it's just it's there's nothing like it mm-hmm. everything tastes better when you grow it in soil 100 percent, 100 percent. i know that's that's part of the thing i'm thinking about the hydroponics and aquaponics and going because that's been the biggest complaint that i've seen from people like mm-hmm. yeah you can grow a lot of lettuce and then it doesn't taste very well good and honestly, it's the nutrients that are making you taste it because it's what your body's craving anyways, right? Yeah. And so if you're not craving it and it's not there and you're not liking it, then why grow it? Exactly. 
So my plans for the weekend are basically to get out there and get the last of the things that I want to get or some more of the things that I want to get started outside started like the peas. And again, call me crazy for starting them this early, but it, mm. we've had for the most part a pretty dry winter thus far. So I really think that our spring is going to be wet mm-hmm. because when our winter is dry, our spring is like, hey, you wanted those uh, showers that we didn't give you before? Here you go. Yeah. And I'd rather have everything get wet when it's warm outside than everything get wet when it's freezing. Mm-hmm. So my plan is to get out there, plant some peas, plant the broccoli and the uh, cabbages and all the other stuff that needs to get out there. Um and just at least start it, um, figure out my spacing. Like I said, top off my other beds by taking from the last couple until we can get more soil mm-hmm. and uh, see what happens. So I definitely have more and more that I could always talk about. I could go on for hours and hours and hours about my gardening because I am just so enthralled with it. Um, so, Which I love it. I love, that, I love that you are. I love that you want to feed everybody and make better foods and you want to garden and grow. And like there are things that I've been looking at. And I'm going to show you like there's a beet uh um, species that I was looking at that I was like, ooh, I wonder what that would be like. And, and you know, just me as the, the chef, having access to all the fresh food is just exciting. So, But we hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us on our Friday afternoon dive. This has been the Stupid Podcast on everything. Please join us on our social media and, you know, take a look. And if there's anything that you need or you have questions about, please feel free to ask. And if there's anything you think that we're wrong about in any way, shape, or form, please feel free to vocalize it. So, We definitely appreciate it, and we thank you for being with us. And until then, this has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything, and I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we want to remind you that that which does not kill you is probably just eating its vegetables to get stronger. So peace out with your peace out. Bye.